the mother of the boy who is to be baptized this evening. Her maiden name is De Nicola, right? A nice Italian last name. So I thought I would start my homily this evening talking a little bit about the Italians. I think we all know the Italians are famous for their crazy driving. I can say that in first person while I was over there. The car that I drove has many uh, nicks and scratches and bumps to testify to that. And the Italians have a saying referring to their driving because if you start in the north, they're actually very good drivers. And as you go down the peninsula, down to Rome, down to Naples, it just keeps getting a little bit crazier, right? And the Italians have this neat little phrase that goes like this. A Milano, il rosso vuol dire fermarsi. A Roma, il rosso è un suggerimento. E a Napoli, rosso è un bel colore. And what that means is, in Milan, red means stop. In Rome, red is a suggestion. And in Naples, red is a beautiful color. And I can tell you that Italians usually get it right to the T in their sayings, and there's a lot of truth to what they say. And I think in each and every one of us, there's a little southern Italian deep down inside of us, right? no matter what our ancestry might be, no matter how German or how Irish we may be, I think there's this little southern Italian part in each and every one of us. And what do I mean by that? I think most of us here tonight that we don't really like rules. And we don't necessarily enjoy following laws. But I think as soon as we say the word, when we say rule, right, or the law says, we immediately cringe. There's nothing nice and cozy about that. There's nothing that, you know, enkindles or inspires love on our part, right? It usually inspires dread. And why is that? I think there's two pitfalls that we can fall into, right? And the first pitfall is that we don't follow any rules or any laws. And why is that? Why would that be the case for some of us who tend to be in that category? Well, it's because we immediately see a rule as something that keeps me from being happy. Right? What it means to be happy is to do whatever I want. Right? Isn't that what most of us think of when we think of happiness? Right? We're happy on vacation because I can do whatever I want. And yet, that's not what happiness comes from. Right, the best example I can think of is when I was little, I learned how to play the violin, right? Or you can call, I guess, moving the bow across the strings, playing the violin. I don't know what sounds I made, but technically I learned how to play the violin. 
And the first thing that they do is they put these little tiny strips of tape on the neck part of the violin to teach you where to put your fingers. And unlike the guitar, <laughs> right? The violin, you have to put your finger exactly in that place or it sounds horrendous. And you have to do it again and practice again and again and again and again. But what happens if you follow the rules of the violin, you're able to play something very beautiful. And that's what these rules, these laws, and when we refer to God, we call them commandments. That's what these commandments are. Right? You'll notice in the readings of today, it's all about the laws, the traditions, the commandments of God. Why is there so much importance put on those things? Because they enable us to live in the way that God wants us to live. Just as the violinist through so many years of practice and putting his finger on the same little piece of tape, is able to play a beautiful song. Now, what's the second pitfall? The second pitfall is what we read about in today's Gospel. What was the problem of the Pharisees? The problem wasn't that they weren't following God's commandments or His laws. That's not what Jesus is complaining about. The Pharisees were following the laws to the T. Every last little tradition, every last little law. They had it down to a science, right? If we were to compare them to a violinist, they would be ones that all day would pay, play the scale over and over and over and over again, perfectly playing one note after another. And yet, what is it that Jesus is complaining about? Their heart was not in it. This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. That's the second pitfall we can fall into. Right? Yes, I check off all my boxes. Yes, I go to Mass on Sunday. Yes, I do all the things that God has commanded me to do. But what we don't realize is that's the minimum. That's the frame that God puts up for us within which we can start to live, within which we can have that Christian creativity, within which we can live a life of love, of service to our brothers and sisters and to God. And that's what our gospel is reminding of us today. Saying, it's not enough just to listen to God's commandments. It's not enough to perfectly do every little thing God asks us. We have to put our heart into it. We have to put everything about us into that, into living out our Christian life. Going back to our example of the musician, right? We can take any musician. Take Andy here who plays the piano. Right? Do you see him during Mass staring at the keys and plunking key after key after key? To no, it's become so much a part of him 
the science, the rules of the pianist, that he's able to do amazing, beautiful things that we all enjoy. He's able to change the volume. He's able to put himself into the song, his passion, his personality. And the same thing needs to be done in our Christian life. Right? These rules are there to help us as the starting point in our Christian life. That starting point where we can begin to love in a creative way. The starting point where we can become like Jesus Christ for our brothers and sisters. And finally, how can we tell if we've interiorized these commandments of God? Right? How do you know what's inside an orange? Or if the orange is good or not? Well, you have to cut it open, and then you have to squeeze out the juice. How do I know if I'm living God's commandments in my heart? Well, I have to reflect and think of those moments when life is difficult, when I'm angry, when I'm impatient, when, so to speak, life cuts me open and squeezes me out. That's when I have to see what is it that comes out. What is it that comes out? Is it anger? Is it frustration? If it, if it is, then it's a good sign that maybe I haven't interiorized those commandments of God. 